Hey, you freaky motherfuckers. Oh, is this on? Yeah, we're on. <laughs> it is episode seven of the Pretty Pothead podcast. So let me just fill you in. We decided we're going to record when we want to record. Yeah, yes, that's the answer. <laughs> We've come to that conclusion that weekly was way too much of responsibility. Just period. Just period. Period. I don't even know. I don't even have an excuse or a reason or anything. We don't. It's just that's what works for us. I just know this is what's going to work for me. Do you know this is going to work for you? Yeah, because it's, it's up whenever to me. we want. Yeah. Exactly. It's like why, it, it's only going to work when it works. If this shit don't work, we're, we quit. <laughs> yeah. If if we can't podcast when we want, then we won't podcast at all. <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, I had was talking to a client, and I told him that like I think we're just going to do it kind of when there's something to talk about. I don't want to get oversaturated. I don't want to feel pressured for content. And, you know, when there's something to speak on, I want to speak on it. And I want people to value our opinions on those things. Yeah. I recently been talking too much to people. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to get this out of my system. Like, I'm just running my mouth chatty catty every time somebody says anything to me. Like, Like, I don't have a platform to do it. Yeah. Where they can listen to it at their own free leisure instead of when I'm going through a mental depression. And everybody can hear it. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, yeah. And then uh, there's a podcast. Oh, one of my clients, she was like, well, that's what, uh, is the girl's name Malik? Malik Teal? She's a podcaster, like motivational, like one of those boss babe type, you know, girls or whatever. And he was like, she only does. And she did like a real big live podcast recently and all these girls showed up. We should do that. Yeah, it was nice. I I would like to go to someone's, if not Amanda Seals um, or hers. But she was like, you know, that's when she does hers. She doesn't do it every week. She does it whenever, you know, she feels like it. I was like, oh. I like it. And it really goes with the whole pretty pothead stigma. (laughs) It does, because we're fucking, we get lazy, man. I ain't going to say we're lazy, but I do get into my slumps where the last thing I feel like doing is meeting up and recording a podcast. And I've been trying to scale back on my opinions on Facebook so I can save them for the podcast. Um, You know, and that's been helping, too, with not needing to podcast every week. Because I'm just like, I don't need to, we don't have to speak about every fucking thing. And sometimes when you're going through, like, so much stuff personally, I don't like to record because I don't want to say too much shit. Yeah, because people will start putting that shit together like, oh, <laughs> she must be breaking yeah, like, her nigga. Yeah, like, shut up. Her nigga must be cheating something. But anyway, so we're back this week, and that's all the fuck y'all need to be worried about anyway. So, boy, oh, boy, it's a new year. It is actually, and Ariana brought this to my attention. It is like, it's been a year since we launched. It's our anniversary. Yeah, it's our anniversary. I'm so happy that's not an R. Kelly song. Because I couldn't sing, sing that, I'd be so mad. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's a fucking year. That went fast. That went really fast. Life's going way too fast. It really the fuck is. It's kind of like a time warp. But I just want to thank everybody who's listened. I don't care if it was two of y'all or two million of y'all, which is obviously the goal here. But, you know, I just want to thank the people that do listen when we see you guys out and you stop us. Or if you comment, like, the fact that someone even tagged me to say, are y'all going to podcast about this? Yeah. You know, it's just I really um, appreciate everybody that listens. So thank you for helping us stay interested in something for a year. That's that's it. That's yeah. it. Period. That's period. Because you cannot, you make your mind up. Like either I'm gonna go through with this or I'm not. And we could have easily, a uh, many a times, even this time after the break, just been like, you know what? 
I'm kind of into a lot of other things right now, and I don't yeah. want to do this. But, but we like this. I like it because you guys make me like it. And they like it. Yeah, and you so guys it's like, like it. Aw. Yeah. Oh, we like I it. I like us. <laughs> Life is fun. Life is fun. So that makes me very happy. So if you see us out, we love when you come up to us and talk to us about the podcast and give us different topics. And y'all already know how we feel about the whole let me be a guest on the show thing. Um, Shut up. Yeah, don't do that unless, you know, it's a real, it got to be something real spicy, okay? Um, 2019 is here, though. We should have listened to episode, season one, episode one. Oh, we should have. We well, said we were going to, like. I'll re-release it. Yeah. I'll re-release it before this. And then, um, you know, just as a recap, if y'all want to listen to it, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Things were so different a year ago, and mm-hmm. something that I thought about was you had just started doing lashes. Yes. Hasn't it been, like, almost a yes. year? Yes. And, like, you're, like, the best now, and I remember you Girl. learning and, like, us talking about it, and now that's, like, you're killing that lane. Oh, my God. I just was doing, I'm doing my business taxes right now, and I looked at, like, all the money I earned in a year. And I was just like, whoa. No, yeah. Like, you fucking did it. You did it. You, you killed did a good that job. shit. Yeah, you did a good job. And the fact that it's only been a year for me is exciting because that means I'm just going to keep getting better. Yeah. You know, and oh, you're right. Yeah, I was thinking oh, about it. I don't yeah. be thinking. These years are rolling for me, man. I be, no, I be like, I like to recap. I like to rethink. And, like, I'm thinking about, like, where we were a year ago, like personally, like, mm. like I was like, a, you were I dropped out of grad school. I'm like, got single, mm-hmm. I moved, got a new car. Like, I, the Years. year I changed jobs twice, working on new projects. Like, I, a year is, it's a lot. Your body has changed. Oh, yeah. My body has changed. Although, I'm typically around this thick weight after the holidays. And then dry <laughs> January, I always drop my 10. Oh, and I'm doing dry January with her. Yep. And that's that's what we wanted to talk about was some of our goals. Like, I actually didn't make a New Year's resolution this year. I didn't either. I think I like that because that's how you know we're, like, involved with progressing and mm-hmm. self-betterment throughout the whole year. <laughs> I, I respect the fact that I need time to do a lot of things. So I'm not going to put a year... On a life-changing or characteristic-changing yeah. thing. Like, I got to give myself a year to not procrastinate anymore. Like, even though I probably could, I'm not putting that restriction on myself. I got a year to do a whole bunch of other shit that's going to matter, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Resolutions kind of I mean, I've, me I've, I decided that this year I'm doing monthly goals because I'm into, like, I'm into instant gratification. But it's nice when I can, like see results and accomplishments and pat myself on the back mm-hmm. more frequently than once a year like sure. so yeah so every month I have a different list of like challenges and goals and they're all related to what new year's resolutions would be mm-hmm. so that's the way that I'm doing it yeah I think my I think my if I had to have a resolution is pretty much been the running theme for the past maybe three years of my life get and money fuck bitches Get money, fuck bitches, get money. Nah, but for real. Yes. Yeah. Getting money, being more organized, 
focused on time management. I think I talked about this in the first episode. We talked really? about our New Year's goals. Damn it, we should listen. I, I don't even know me. We don't know what we were Yeah, thinking. like, who were you? What we were you just saying? sat here and fucked around. For like me and Courtney hour. just sat here and talked for two hours. And I'm like, yeah, I just came over to hang out. Like, no, you came here to record. To we came here to work. We did get some, we did have productive conversation though. You it was a great idea. conversation. So um, y'all missed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you missed it. Should have been. I, a- yeah, we gotta listen to the first episode. I'm gonna re. I gotta re-release it now because I need to know and I need all y'all motherfuckers to know. But I think the running theme with me was just I wanted to focus on uh, getting money, being on time, because that's how I lost my job. In the first <laughs> <place>. <laughs> so time management. Um, yeah. less procrastination and a healthier lifestyle. That's pretty much. I think that's really just what we want out of life. That's universal, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's hard for me to do a resolution because this is well, universal. something like stop cussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, stop drinking. Didn't I, I didn't intend for it to be a um New Year's resolution, but it's kind of become a New Year's resolution. Well, yeah, dry, that's I do dry January every year. So every year, my resolution is to not drink for the first month of January, mm-hmm. and I always accomplish it. I've never folded. Like this year, I actually I started the first week, bitch. I had well, I had wine, guys. I had wine. Okay, and that's the loophole yeah. is that it's always you could always say no liquor. Yeah. I, I did January with no liquor. Mm-hmm. Once you, if you really need to fucking drink, I'm like have. Some champagne, wine. Yeah. If you have a special occasion coming up, it's make sure you tell yourself. It's only been in the event that I was forced to be in a bar. Like when Sarah and Chrissy came, we were in a bar. I felt like I just, I, I just can't be in a bar. I got and water. See everybody drink. I'm not there yet. Yeah, I know, and and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I was actually like proud of myself mm-hmm. because I'm not one of those people. Like I, I'm just going to go out and not drink. I typically like to drink when I'm out, mm-hmm. but I can go out and have fun and not drink. And now I know that I didn't know that before. I'm learning. I'm I mean, learning. I still, I didn't have, like, the most fun ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, I'm in arts anyway, so what? Exactly, exactly. You need to be drunk. You gotta be drunk. <laughs> and so, you go there for the drinks. Yeah. So, I would have been, you know, if I'm going to pinpoint it, obviously, yes, there's some little tidbit things that I would like to change. But, yeah, that's why I didn't do a resolution. Because, I mean, there's so many things that I want to focus on and, and work on. And I, I just was tired of seeing everybody post their fucking resolution, too. So Some people need it. I mean, I, I wish everybody the best of luck with their resolutions. Yeah. It's hard to do shit that you typically don't do. Like, just don't... I I, be, I just feel like 98% of people are full of shit. That, that's true, too. And there's a lot of people, so don't... I mean, don't discredit my uh, 8, 9, 10. 3%. The listeners might be that. So 3%. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just saying. I don't want people to be like, oh, well, what do you think? I'm just saying. 98% of people are full of shit. There's a billion fucking people in the world. So do the math. But I just, I'm tired of seeing people post the same shit every year. Like, new year, new me. Like, but you've literally been the same since I met you 15 years ago. Literally. Like, literally, you've been the same person since I met you. I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed that you've been the same person since I've known you. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. Hey, We're like, that's bitch. Too bad. It is, but it's like, bitch. Some people just don't fucking change. And fucking fuck you. Fuck that's you. true. For not wanting to change. Or maybe you just can't. I don't know. But anyway, I think New Year's is definitely a fresh slate for just, like, what am I going to do with this 12 months? You know I love what I mean? it. Yeah, like how, I like How did you feel about 2018? Um obviously great business-wise because I was able to create a sense of stability. Prior to that, I wasn't very stable. I would say like once I got out of my contract, my record contract um that was in 2014. 
I've been everything was up in the air for me. So between 2014 and 2017, my life was like walking on thin ice. I didn't know what I was doing, where I was going. You know, I just was real depressed. Um, I gained a bunch of weight, and that I'm still trying to lose. And I was like, I had a roommate. I was staying with that roommate and just in a bad situation, but I had to like just doing. She didn't have a car, so. 2018 has been the best year within the past five years. Yay. Yeah, it's been the best year in the past five years. I've been able to be more stable, obviously creating, like, my own little bit of comfort. Like, I've been real into being at home. I want to be a homeowner, but my space that I do have, I'm renting now, obviously. I'd like to get into decorating it. I'm into flowers. Courtney was cutting flowers when I came in and putting them in a vase. And I'm all like, I'm like, wait, what did I say? I was like, what are you doing? Like, who are you? Like, she's, her life is so put together. She has these beautiful arrangement of flowers on her uh, coffee table. And, and my dining room table. And her dining room table. And they they just look fresh as hell. Yeah. I, I mean, these are, I've, I've, I've been learning that, I just have to do, it's so cliche, I hate being the bitch that's always saying the older woman shit. Go ahead, say it. But I have to do things that make me happy. Okay, grandma. You know? (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucked up, but it's like a running theme. I just feel, the older I get, the dumber I feel for being dumb. Like, damn, you were so fucking dumb. You never listened to nobody. You ain't never listened to no older women. You really thought that this woman shit was a game. You thought this change of life and age was a game? I'm shook. Bitch, this ain't no fucking game. You better find happiness. (laughs) Life is fun. (laughs) Life is fun. Like, life is fun. Abby, Ikea is happiness for me. Home Depot is happiness for me. Giant Eagle is happiness for me. And most importantly, my home is happiness for me. So... I've created a stable environment in 2018 that I'm very happy about. I was in, and even in 2017, when we were, 2018, when we were Mm -hmm. recording, I had been in an apartment that, it was cool, I was happy to have my own apartment, but it wasn't for me. It was just a space that was for what I needed at the time. So I was able to move into a better apartment. I love it, it's so cute, y'all. Yeah, I love my apartment. I'm not really a, I'm, I'm a, how do you put that? I'm a city liver. Like, I like to live in the city. So, I don't... I could have moved out farther, like, North Hill or something like that, for, like, a fancier apartment for what I'm paying here. But I like that I'm in Point Breeze, and I like that it's close to everything I do, and I just like that it's bigger than my old space. So, yeah, yeah, just creating a better environment for myself, investing in things that make me happy. Like, I just... I had to make the investment into a bigger place, Um, owning a car, Investing into my lash business, which has paid off tenfold. Um, my mom opened a bigger space. Yes, which is also super cute. Yeah, like, I mean, I I'm, love just, it. I'm just into growing right now. Yeah. I just want to keep growing and, and, and putting my bouquet arrangements together. I literally love waking up, watering them. I love them. Opening my curtain and let them get sunlight and, like, seeing how... One day, you want to know what I really love is one day I had some roses before this. They were so beautiful. They were probably my favorite arrangement. I had it at the um black business market. I got them from Whole Foods. Oh, okay. And I just had, and they lasted me so long. But what happened is they started to wilt. I literally sat them up, put them in water, and opened the window. And I came back from work, and they were just like, 
This, they just this had a is party. fucking symbolic. It is. This is. It looked so refreshed. Mm-hmm. The color came back. The leaves weren't wilted anymore. I was just like, wow. I just watered it and gave it some sunlight. And good as I'm new. Cry, Whoa, bitch. What are, what's happening here? <laughs> I'm going to cry. This is... Because that's really why I love flowers, though. I love that. I love that reason. I love flowers. I love candles. I do, you know, I'm into this thing with, like, live flames now. They say live flame, like, real flames is very important for your energy and, like, your peace and just I having... hate that fucking apartment. <laughs> you need like, candles? I need more flowers than candles. <laughs> I'm looking around like, like yeah, oh, my God. You have to have life around you. I'm noticing that in life. You have to have life around you. And I literally can look at everything in my apartment and just be like, I like that. I like that. I like that. Things that I really like, I feel like I put into my apartment. I'm still putting more shit, but I like the little shit I got. My little piece of shit is my piece of shit. But, um, so how's your 2018 been? Girl, After my Martha Stewart ass 2018. Yeah, I'm like, mine was just like fun. <laughs> Life is fun. Life is fun was definitely my 2018 like mantra. Well, can we make this your, um, can we make this the. What? I was, e- I was either going to name this episode, you oh, remind life is me fun. of a creep, but can we make it Bitch, life is life fun? Bitch, life is fun. Okay. Fuck R. Kelly. Like, <laughs> that's you remind the- me of a creep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode. That was a good title had this took the direction that we had thought, but we already had that conversation yeah, when I walked in the exactly. door. So that's what our dumbasses do. So life is fun. I'm, I'm extremely resilient, and I know it's that fun. about myself. I like you for that. Mantra. And, and I get and I get Can it we get out. that tattoo? Can Let's I get, get it on a t-shirt? t-shirt? No, I want to get a tattoo. You okay, no you get the tattoo. I'll get a t-shirt. You're scared of tattoos. That's my commitment issues. You get the tattoo. Can we I'll get the t-shirt. You will like a tattoo. A little teeny tiny one, like in typewriter print, somewhere real small. No, that and sounds dainty. real cute. I'll put it on my Instagram story. <laughs> that, I'm getting it. I'm stealing that shit. Take it. I've coined the phrase. But anyway, sorry, sorry. I got real excited about life is fun. But no, and I say it. I say it when I'm talking to my friends who need support. I say it when I have a good day, which is like every day, really. It's like life is fun. Like even when you have a bad day, even when that shit is fucked. Even up, when shit's fucked up, when you get through it. You be like, you Whoa. get through. Even when you're going through it, like. I'm should be fucked up but she'd be laughing with your friends like hold up life is fun like it don't matter what's going on should be fucked up but turn at the same time yeah like you're gonna figure it out you're gonna figure i figure everything out like i really am never like really worried about like anything the end of the world type shit and i'm dramatic as fuck and actually i had an end of the world dream last night mm. and i was annoyed when i woke up you're scary i've had a lot of those and it was weird and and all I hate to get so deep, but I'm always very concerned about, like, for apocalyptic and, like, government and, like, just end-of-the-world type shit. Me and my family, my brothers are in jail, and I'm always like, I can't, they can't, I don't know how I can get them. I can't get them. They're in different places. They can't get to me, my parents, my siblings, and my nephew. It's always us. Or, like, I'll, like, lose my sister. Like, oh, my God, I hate that. Mm-hmm. But my brothers come home this year, so <laughs> maybe those weird dreams will stop. Yeah. Because that's probably what that is, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's I've always been into on those your consciousness. Yeah. You know, your subconscious, I mean. Do you think all dreams are related yeah. to that? Because I don't think so. In some way, I just feel like. Yeah, I had a wild ass dream. Like, why would I dream that? But I still was able to link it to, like, even when I have dreams about me having a penis. 
Oh. I have dreams that I have a dick. Tell me more, little guy. <laughs> like, what the... Little man. And that I be fucking the shit out of these hoes. Like, is this because you I'm might so want to fuck sorry. a girl? I don't know who is... No, no. It's not because I want to fuck a girl. I'm not gay. It's... it's no. So it's what because is I that? really have masculinity issues as a woman. Like, I'm an alpha female. Okay. I'm happy you took it there because I'm like, trans? No. Because like, I can plan. shut the fuck up. <laughs> I have another part. <laughs> I have men no masculinity. I've been keeping this a secret for so long, I take hormones to not grow hair. No, bitch. It's because I always think I'm the fucking man in the relationship. I swear relax. And it's always around a power struggle. I have this fucking dream, you know, and it's this idea that I have that. I deserve to be in a man's position. I'm the man, bitch. Yes. I'm fucking you. Like, I deserve all the same freedoms as you guys. That's just how I feel. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm that nigga. Right. Like, I'm not that bitch. I'm, I'm really not, that I'm nigga. And I'll slap the shit out of a nigga, too. So why can't I be as equally that nigga as the rest of these niggas? I mean, I sometimes I feel as if I'm more of a nigga than then, these bitch-ass niggas, period, honestly. Until it's time to fight. And, and don't... I'm not fighting, Okay. <laughs> But so you a bitch ass niggas. But no, because I don't get my hands dirty. I got somebody to handle these yeah, for me. Because I'm that much of that nigga. Yeah, I'm just that nigga. But y'all be bitches, niggas. Bitch ass niggas. Bitch ass niggas. Well, listen, you didn't bring no bitch ass niggas into two thousand. My life, I did not bring no bitch ass niggas into two thousand nineteen. Hey. And I'm 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 I lose baggage constantly. Mm. Like. You can get dropped constantly. So, yeah. I, I don't have to wait for the I'm New Year to cut off. with that, guys. Man. But, yeah, I definitely got rid of baggage in 2018. So, that was really refreshing. So, I felt very, like, light and positive and grounded walking into 2019. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm on this life is fun shit. Because mentally, 2018 was the best, was a really good year. I'll say that. You have to brand that or something. <laughs> Trademark it. Like, literally, every time you say it, I feel like it's, like, this big I mean incorporation. It. It's this thing. I mean, corporation. <laughs> this big, like, life is... You gotta do life something with fun. that. And I think it goes along with, too, like, a lot of times we get so caught up in, you know, like... The small shit that does not matter. At the end of the day, it's a very, like, simplified, like, outlook on life. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It is. And if, you, if you're like me, I'm a thinker. So I'm just, when I hear that, I'm just like, yo, even when I, like, I just got out of some, like, a tangled web, man. Bitch, we've been tangled <laughs> our whole, and let me, let me tell you what's funny. Is <laughs> we talk about, like, our lives and, like, we always got some shit to tell each other about, like, what's going on in our personal lives. And, like... For a second, I thought it was going to stop, and I don't know why, but, like, it's, it like, never, it's always some yeah. shit. And it's fun as fuck. But I like, I love it. That means I'm really out here living. I'm like, learning. I have experiences. I have, like, emotions. I have, like, shit going on. I'm better with time and shit. It's, bitch, I'm aging like that. I never, I get cuter every year. Did you, and listeners, y'all can agree. Don't I get cuter every year, except that one time year. when I was fat? <laughs> You're still like, cute. Because that was just before BBWs was winning. I saw. I'll never forget when someone commented on my picture and said I was a BBW. <laughs> that's in that you moment. You have never in your life been a BBW. I know, and life. that's why I was like, "Yo, why the fuck did he say this?" It's like with hard eyes, mm-hmm. and that's when I really was that's like, sad. "I'm not Bro, us real BBWs." That means what the fuck are we <laughs> animals? <laughs> but what's crazy is I really thought I was so cute. Mm-hmm. You were, and bitch. I guess I was. I was. He's weird. You were cute. You Who weren't BBW. That? You I weren't wasn't. even fat. You just weren't 
com- you weren't in your comfort zone. No, nah, bitch. I, I'm, I was fat once. I mean, I don't think you were fat. I'll, show, I'll send you some pictures later. Bitch, I, I've only known you your whole life. You probably didn't see me much that those couple months. <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't see me a lot. I was fat, I promise. I swear, like, I'm tired of him. I have pictures of my hands. They look like Shrek. Like, no, I don't believe you at all. I don't believe it either. And when my sister sent it to me, I said, that's not me. <laughs> Like, I didn't know. I don't believe you were ever fat, bitch. Man. I want to see. I want to see. Because maybe I'm... Maybe I'm... Numbers don't lie. Yeah. How 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 much did you weigh? I'm five foot three, and I weigh 173, and I don't have a big butt. So mm-hmm. you do the math. Yeah. Put that weight where it goes. Your stomach. My fingers. <laughs> my face. Your face and your stomach. My stomach and my boobs. Mm-hmm. I was deaf like you a full-ass double D. I see. I liked not fat Ariana because I didn't see this Ariana, but thick Ariana. Your titties was just like bam. Yeah, your titties were at their plumpest that one time. I forget what picture you posted, but your boobs were. I was like, God damn, Ariana's thick as fuck now. What picture? (laughs) Oh no, I gotta find it all. I probably archived it. I think I posted on my page like, God damn, Ariana's fine. <laughs> no, yeah, my boobs definitely have gotten a lot smaller, but I guess they're still nice. I've heard. That's I, I think that, that they I should be. I want mine a little bit bigger again. Because mm, I look in the mirror and I'm like, these aren't big. But then I'm like, so what do other bitches look like? I just seen a picture of myself, and I was like, these motherfuckers got height. Okay. Yeah, of course they're big. They are. Oh my god. They're huge. And always. Oh, my God. And I feel like even when, like, even when I was smaller, I've always had a... Nice boobs. Nice boobs. Mm-hmm. Valeria. She's small, mm-hmm. but her boobs are not. So voluptuous. They're, like, perfect. Like, For you, literally perfect. you guys who don't know, our family, <laughs> we are not shy. Oh, my we're God. Like, we get naked we're, in front yeah, of each other. We see each other's like, boobs. Yeah. They're perfect. I have to say that because you'll be surprised at how many people out there are not close like that with their family. And I just think it's so weird. I feel like I change in front of my friends, too. We all Me change. Too. Shit. But there's a lot of gr- there's a lot of people who aren't who literally will go to the bathroom and change. And then come yeah, back I guess if the- that's what they're You've never to. noticed, like, at a sleepover, at a, something, yeah. a person who does everything in the bathroom, and then they come out. Which could be normal. Yeah. yeah it's normal. not not normal. It's just different. Some people think we're not normal. Yeah, yeah. I guess we're the ones that are, like, naked. Mm-hmm. exactly so life is fun life is so fun and if, i'm into it if i had to choose a 2019 resolution that would be it and even though that's not a resolution that would be my keep answer. it simple keep it happy keep it fun keep life it grateful I mean, you know it's kind of sometimes it's that sick fun where it's like <laughs> life is fun <laughs> it's like, sometimes it's like laugh to keep from crying yeah but it's still fun but most times it's really like damn i'm fucking with life yeah i'm fucking i'm with trying life. to stay here a while I'm definitely fucking with life right now even though my anxiety is 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 up there i'm not depressed i, I do remember a moment where i was depressed so and that came with the understanding of life is fun because it is. And there's no reason to Ditto. be depressed because I'm going to get through it. I'm going to be okay. Um, anxiety is just always remaining because of business, uncertainty, because life is fun but crazy. Um, you know, some things that still give me anxiety are like losing family members, stuff like that. But other than that, life is fun. It's going to be okay. We all have to die one day. And Whoa. Sorry. This is taking a turn. I'm sorry. But these are the things I've reflected on in 2019. You know, already know. just, what are we, 10 days, nine days in? I've already thought, how am I going to deal with the next death in my life? I'm already 
trying that's why I'm building my little fortress of like peace and happiness because I'm gonna have to deal with a major blow one day I don't know where it's gonna come from I'm about to cry, don't cry but we all are this is weird because <laughs> we all are you know I'm what just I mean? scared to I feel like I'm thinking of someone who is going to die. I don't know why I'm thinking of that person. I don't know. I'm I mean, going to die. And that's I the anxiety. See, it. that's anxiety. I didn't have this until just now, Courtney. <laughs> what? You want to flex or I off? have anxiety about other stuff, <laughs> like know. stupid stuff. This is real. I mean, they're gonna, your anxieties are going to change as you get older. My anxieties used to be different, too. Like, my boyfriend got 10 years with the feds. Oh, my God. I'm going to go crazy. Oh God. Now they're like, Ew. you have to be mentally prepared to not break down and go through a depression when something traumatizing happens why don't you watch Grey's Anatomy I do I'm total I agree with every Grey's Anatomy post I just I'm why don't like we it's a little obsessive about so I don't get involved <laughs> but I admire you from afar <laughs> I can't believe I thought you didn't watch it just because you're not obsessed with it no I'm totally obsessed with it but there's no way I'm getting involved with some of those conversations let me tell you something I, nor am I getting notifications let for me, every one of your let me posts. tell people something Fuck I'm that. only active like this on Facebook because I have a I'm doing no Twitter for the month of January so y'all only get me all of me like this because I'm not on Twitter I'm only on this I'm not, right so that's why I do have I follow a Grey's Anatomy page and if you watch Grey's Anatomy like when you see stuff you just share it and then people who also are like you like lame about it like they comment and then it makes you feel uh, in touch with the world for sure I love it I was going to say that it helps me watching how they all cope with these situations and even how I cope with the situations because I get attached to characters on the mm-hmm. show. It kind of just, like, you see what people deal with. And you see, like, even, like, from reasons people go to the hospital, people dying in the hospital, people losing loved ones and like, traumatic accidents, just, like, all aspects of life. I feel like, I feel like Grey's Anatomy covers a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But point being, I know it's fiction. It's just how... Watching people cope and deal. But and no matter it being fiction or not, whoever wrote it still had to have in mind a real life situation. And, and these things happen yeah, in real life. these things happen. So when life. you see it mm-hmm. and you, I don't know, for me, it is kind of therapeutic, I'll say, to watch situations play out. And, and they, they give a lot of like, shows like that give a lot of episodes where they want you to be like grateful for what you have. They show you all these traumatic, horrible, gut-wrenching things because they want you to appreciate what you have as well. You know what I mean? Like, you also could lose your husband in a fire, a plane, fiery plane crash. You know, like, you could be, you could meet the love of your life. You could definitely do that, and he could also be taken away from you in two years. Right. You know, so it's just like, wow. that Life is sometimes like, is sad. It's like, damn, life is sad as fuck. Whoa, <laughs> have some fun. But then, you see that they still manage. There's light at the end of the tunnel. You yeah. think, how the fuck did Meredith Grey get over that? Honestly, she's still going down. She's, exactly. She's down But it's bad. like she's going to work and dating and being a mom. Yeah. Life is fun. Right, right. Life is fun. There's always, you always need something to look forward to. Yes. And as well, long you as. You feel yourself. Exactly. Because that's why people commit suicide. They have nothing to look forward to. Period. That's what, that's what I'm getting at here. It's like, I have to create, I can't let myself get into that depression because of traumatic experiences in my life. So I have to create this stability for myself or somebody who doesn't have it will kill themselves so for you 
That is your space. Yes, my space. Your sanctuary, my if sanctuary. you will. I, I, I want to spend more time with my family. I want to spend more time with my little sister. I want to invest more into my business because that's something I want to leave to my family. I want to, like, these are things that are on my shoulders every single day. These are the type of things. And I think if I were to take a look at my 25-year-old self, the things that were on my shoulders were like, I mean... Am I going to go on tour this year? And, you know, am I going to get caught cheating? And am I... <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> You're so annoying. It was just like frivolous things. Yeah. You know, things I was legit going through at the time and had no responsibility so I could focus on a lot of these petty things. But I, I appreciate the fact that I'm getting life and that life is fun. And I'm trying to create a space for myself where I remember that life is fun and it'll be okay. Because if you're not prepared for this shit to hit the fan, life ain't fun. I'm calling my mom as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> like, well, I need to talk. Definitely. You know, I have I have been trying to get better at that. When I think about somebody, like my friends in Baltimore and stuff, I, I, I try to be... I try to text at least. Put a post up. The other day I put a post up and just tagged my best friend because I was listening to Jay-Z and I thought about her that quick. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I need to use social media for what the fuck it's used for and get to stay in contact with people. I love keeping in touch with my friends on social yeah. media. That's why it's really why I love it because it's like you're hanging out with your friends. All the time. You're hanging out with them all the time. It's how you use it. Yes. People it really know how to fuck some social media. Yeah, sure do. But speak. speaking of all this, right? Oh, yeah. And getting attached <laughs> to characters in social media. For those of you who don't know, yeah. 2019 fucked R. Kelly in the ass with no grease. January 3rd, 2019. For those of you who live under a rock. For those of you who live under a rock. Or for some people, because I was just asking somebody about their opinion. And one dude literally just shut me down. He was like, I don't get into that shit. I'm like, oh, okay. I think we always knew this shit, though. We did. But he was literally totally uninterested. So unless you're just one of those people who found no interest in this at all then you're living under a rock. Um, because right. there is a a Lifetime. Is it Lifetime or TLC? I think it's Lifetime. It's Lifetime. Lifetime released a docu-series called Surviving R. Kelly. For those of you... I'm not going... Y'all know who the fuck R. Kelly is. Y'all know who... <laughs> those of you who don't know, R. Kelly made the ignition I remix. I believe I can fly. <laughs> This the remix to ignition. Stop it. Hot and fred up Stop the it. kitchen. This is important. Mama Rosen. <laughs> give me that honey love. Give me that honey love. Vibe. You got that vibe. Okay, these are. Dang, I wanted you to do Step in the Name of Love. Step in the Name of Love. Groove in the Name of Love. See, I know that. <laughs> All right, Somebody, that's, that's so much R. Kelly. We're this done. is just, like, now you know who I'm talking now, about. Now, for those of y'all who didn't know, that's that guy. Because Vibe is, like, my mom's era. Honey loves, like, you know, I had to give y'all every era, just in case you missed the era. He's R. Kelly. Not only that, I just found out today this nigga wrote Fortunate, which I'm depressed about. Courtney, take it back. Fortunate. That's my wedding song. To, no, not no more, bitch. Because R. Kelly wrote it. Please don't. Okay. Never heard a song quite like this fortunate girl. Look, I'm Googling it. Hey. But he probably, so, so glad. he was a co-writer. No, he wrote that song. Don't you hear the ad-libs when you think about it? That's all R. Kelly. Just sing it in R. Kelly's voice. No. Never seen a moonshine like Shh. this. <laughs> Never had Wait. tasty lips. Why is it on the kids? very best of R. Kelly? 
Because, because he wrote it. Because <laughs> I'm fucking sh- songwriters Robert S. Kelly. I'm fucking mad. Oh man. Yeah, he uh, he wrote that. Why did they? Because he's a musical genius. Yeah. Which we know. Okay. The song was written, composed, produced, and arranged by R. Kelly. <laughs> Y'all should see my face. I look like that Drake meme. (laughs) Oh, damn. Do you hear? Just read that again, though. No, because you already, you're hitting me in every type of way right now. But I need people, and especially people who aren't into music or who are not, like, I'm coming from a different standpoint because I'm an artist. I am a songwriter and a producer. He, can just say it again, please. As they stated on there, written, arranged. Well, the song was written, composed, produced, and arranged by R. Kelly. Do you guys understand the magnitude of what that those titles are? Yeah. Why are you trying to make me hate this Not song? You. Oh, and I, I know, but oh, I'm saying oh, we're really I getting know, I'm into sorry. this because this is. The, but it's Maxwell's song. I mean, how deep of into this do I have to get? I mean, Maxwell's <laughs> probably somewhere right now. Like, oh shit. Oh damn. His biggest hit to date. Was written by R. Kelly. It said, according to R. Kelly, Maxwell didn't want to sing Fortunate. Instead, he wanted to sing the song Life, which was given to Casey and JoJo. <laughs> but, so... So, Life was written by R. Kelly, too? If Life was written by R. Kelly, I'm going to cry. Kelly rejected Maxwell's idea because he felt that neo-soul singer wouldn't have been believable singing a song from the perspective of a prison inmate. Well... <laughs> listen listen here R. Kelly's a musical genius okay that's all I'm gonna say but <clears throat> according to Survi- surviving R. Kelly um, R. Kelly's also a pedophile a sexual predator um, a mental abuser a domestic abuser a control freak a narcissist a overall not too good of a guy. I'm not going to say a horrible human being because Why? People, just because people have gone through stuff like I don't horrible human beings are really just like sick people. You know what I mean? Like you got to be real sick in the head. Some ain't right. Some ain't right. And I'm not giving him sympathy, but I just don't want to go too far as saying horrible human being. I do some horrible things too if you let me tell it. So, I don't know, but he's all the things I stated for sure. Um, and not and not a good guy. Just period. He's made horrible decisions. So if he's not a sick, twisted individual, then he's choosing and making these disgustingly heinous decisions to attack, prey, and keep captive and have mind control over these women. Um, it was a four-part docu-series. Please watch it if you have not watched it. And obviously it blew up on social media. Everyone's talking about it. You pretty much can't scroll your Instagram. Can you plug that up for me? Your Instagram or your charger because mine is better. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, it's everywhere. It's Shade Room, Baller Alert, World Star. I mean, Vlad TV, Breakfast Club, Power 105. Everybody and their mama is talking about this docuseries. And they started a mute R. Kelly movement. Well, R. Kelly did right life. And produced it. So fuck. That's why I was. Do being y'all fired. know how good that song is? Live, live, oh live. But now that I'm thinking about it, of course he wrote it. Live, live. <laughs> Shut up. Why ain't he in jail? 
Period. Okay, so this is the thing. R. Kelly was accused by multiple women by the ages from the ages of 14 to 35. His ex-wife, Andrea Kelly, who he has two children by, he's been accused by of her uh, for domestic violence, um, you know, being held captive, being beat, being starved, being locked in a room, being isolated from friends and family, um, all the way down to 15-year-old girls, 14-year-old girls, a 14-year-old girl that was seen in the sex tape video where he was seen urinating in a girl's mouth. She was 14 years old at the time. At the time, she was also Sparkle. Um, you guys know Sparkle. Uh, Ten years ago, promises was all I heard. Wait a minute, let me finish. Ten years ago, I didn't even know, but now I know. You better be careful what you say to me. Okay, so that's Sparkle. Yeah, yeah. Because some people do not. She's a one-hit wonder. They do not. Know no, sparkle. yeah, I, I just knew she was that, but okay. I didn't know that was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, he, she was signed to his label, Rockland. She introduced her 13-year-old at the 12-year-old at the time niece to him because she was a rapper, like a Bow Wow type rapper, Denise. She introduces the niece and family to R. Kelly. The father ends up becoming R. Kelly's guitarist. The daughter, Denise, ends up being his sexual conquest. Um, not at 12. She believes that this began when she was like, 14, 13, 14, she said she started going into the studio and seeing her niece there without adult supervision. When she thought something was wrong, something was going on. Um, she claims she feels like the family was bought out. And that's why when he went to court for that, for the child pornography charges, the girl denied that it was her in the tape because the tape was real distorted. Like, But <clears throat> she just confirmed her aunt's Sparkle seen it when it was first brought to the Ch Chicago Times. Somebody, one of the other girls that he would make this 14, 15-year-old girl have sex with two. Mm -hmm. She was 17. The 17-year-old... I think I heard her speaking. Yeah, the 17-year-old didn't know she was having sex threesomes with a 15-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, so she ended up finding her sex tape in a bag while he wasn't looking and turned in it or gave it to somebody to hold, dumbass, and they ended up giving it to the Ch Chicago Times or whatever. Um, they asked, and she still shouldn't even have been fucking him. Exactly, but she was so already. She said she right, was but I mean, he, I'm sorry, he shouldn't have been fucking her. The Seventeen year yeah, old, yeah, exactly. Even her, he shouldn't. At have the been time, him. he's 31, 32. Yeah, and, and she's all freaked 14, out about 15 the year old and a seventeen year old. Who mind you? Prior to this, he did marry Aaliyah when Aaliyah was fifteen years old and got her pregnant. And he was how old? Twenty seven. Too old. Too fucking old. So, um, okay, that's just a little bit for those who don't know. And then currently, to date, he supposedly still has some type of sex cult where he's mind-controlling these women, sexually abusing them, making them perform sex on each other, recruiting other girls, and isolating them from their family and friends. And um, and that shit's sick. That's, and that's, just sick. that's separate. It's just what sick. What bothers me <clears throat> the absolute most about our is is the pedophilia. Mm -hmm. Like, these the young girls like the sex it's cult it's fucked up but yeah it's grooming it's grooming but he's fucking them so yeah. actually it's everything dame dash actually spoke out and said that Aaliyah was fucked up about whatever she went through with r kelly she never liked to talk about it she couldn't ever talk about it <clears throat> but it was fucked up like he, he knew something bad had happened to her in that relationship, but he never could. I guess she never fully explained what it was. But he's a sick he's a sick dude. And you want to know what someone asked us to touch on was the fact that, and I've seen this 
this post and I wonder if this is what she was talking about. I didn't ask her, but I wonder. Somebody said, you guys are really going to sit here and condemn a pedophile, but it's okay to be transgender, bisexual, and gay. Oh my God. All three of them are abominations. First the fuck of all, you fucking idiot. Pedof being a pedophile is not... You, I'm not saying I don't give a fuck who nobody fucks or what they do with their dicks as far as consensual adult sex. Right. That's not our business. That's not my business. But when it there are is children, my business when you're preying on the innocent children and that it's actually against it's not against the fucking law to be transgender, nor is it against the law to fucking be gay. It, it, it should be against the law to be fucking homophobic. Um, but it's a totally different motherfucking thing. Being a pedophile and sleeping with young girls because you know they're vulnerable, you know they're weak, you know they're not protected. Young black girls, let's not, he's not, he don't got a house full of white bitches who everyone says are the submissive and, you know, so easy to control and all this. No, this is a house full and, and, a, and a group full and a list of underage women. Mm -hmm. Underage, even a 35 year old that he met towards the end of all this. Um, she was being abused and tormented, but she managed to leave and get away. And you know what I mean? So that's why it's hard for me. But anyway, I want to get back to the fact of the people on Facebook comparing the comparison. to homophobic, I mean, to um, homosexuality, transgender, the whole LBG. He, How <clears throat> dare you? I don't even know. How to like how to make the difference. More I just clear. think it just shows that. A lot of people are unsure of what consent means. And I think consent is the biggest... Oh, well, actually, pedophilia is, is disgusting even when there's not even an act going on. Yep. It's really... Because, it's, it's, a, and, it's a mental mm -hmm. illness, I guess, if they want it to be and called it, that. When he gets them that young, it's almost to the point where the consent has been blurred. The line of consent has been blurred. Because it's like, I don't even know if I ever agreed to this. Yeah. But somehow, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like they had a they had one girl who described her situation really well, where, you know, she met him at a video, and I can only relate because when I was in, when I was seventeen, like I was hanging out backstage with state property, and mm -hmm. you know what I mean. I found myself in compromising positions with men at seventeen. You know what I mean? So I felt where she was coming from, um, and she said we went on a tour bus, and he just was like, you know, take off your clothes, and she was like, and I knew I shouldn't have did it, but I felt like. I had to because I, why am I here then? You know what I mean? Like, did I really think he liked me? Then you start questioning yourself as a woman. You start feeling dumb. You start feeling right then and there. And I think that's an uh, um, unconscious manipula manipulative technique that men in general have. They strip you of your certainty immediately. I will say not all men predators, you know what I mean? Like guys who just like creeps. You remind me of my creep. Shut up. Creeps. They have a way of already knocking you off your square. Being creepy as well. Being fuck. creepy, like, oh. How do you react to creepy shit? So I've been dumb this whole texting you being dumb, flirting with you being dumb. You're really like a creep creep. Like we get together for the first time in a private room and you're telling me to take my clothes off. Oh, like this is what we've been doing this whole time. So I feel like men don't understand sometimes they put women in those positions. But right then and there, a young girl, you get her in that position and she likes this guy so much. 
that she's scared to say no. I'm scared because then he's going to put, what is he going to put me out? He's not going to like me. He's not going to text me. Where Maybe if we have sex, like, I'll really be the one for him. You know, well, maybe that were these girls closer. thinking that they were making music, though? Yeah, a lot of them were. He had one that definitely it was it was supposed to be about music. He kept her in a hotel room. Mm. <clears throat> he gave her mononucleosis. Oh. Because he was just kissing motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And bring it back to her. Gave her mononucleosis. It turned into some other type of nerve damage. She was paralyzed. What? Was in the hospital. He gave her mom $1,000. And never called, check on her, nothing. But had just beat her ass and used her as a sex toy for a year. And was she young? <clears throat> 17. So, I'm more related to how her shit unfolded because she's seen him at a mall. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, R. Kelly. She was a big R. Kelly fan. She's 17. She sings. She's an aspiring singer. So, she's recording. Like, her friends know she wants to be a singer. Her family knows she wants to be a singer. So, I've been in that position where my family might have been like, R. Kelly asked you to come back and you ain't go back. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not understanding that. Some wild shit's about to happen. But she says that in her interview. She was like, you know, we met up at the studio. He played the piano for me. I sung for him, and he kissed me. That is the moment I'm talking about, where they take it away from you. They take, they knock you off your square. Like, oh, oh, we're kissing. Yeah, like, oh, oh, like fuck, fuck. Yeah. You know, it's it's so fucked up, and it's a very blurred line, and that's the part that men miss. It's the fact that you guys think we're supposed to be able to say, no, fuck you. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Some of us do. Mm-hmm. Some of us do. Don't get me wrong. And they run into those. But they so know you mean try. these people that are judgmental to these girls, calling mm-hmm. them fast-ass little girls when really they're children and they need guidance and protection. And more so for men because I think it's a misunderstanding with men and that's why. So there's also this conversation going on about how this has been going on. Like, your uncle's been picking up high school shorties like... Your older dude's been picking up high school shorties since I can remember. Like, this been happening. You know, Prince did it. Uh, all these other white rock star Elvis did it. All these people, which, when you go back and look, it's true. So, all these niggas is perverts. And that's why the Me Too Period. movement was so big. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just because it's been going on or nor- it it's shouldn't be normalized. Before the dawn of day, Elvis Presley, the dude they tried to say before Elvis Presley, who had a, you know, 16 year old, whoever, they tried to say, Martin Luther King, all these people who had young wives. If you guys think about it, that's how it's been from the dawn of day. And that's the bottom line. Men been creeps. Men have set this standard. Yeah. Men have made this okay. You're supposed to marry off your daughter. She turns 16. She's supposed to be cooking and cleaning and tending to a husband. And even back then, that's different because you have to think about someone's mental maturity and capacity and what their day-to-day shit that they're doing. So if you are older, like back in the day when... You know, probably our grandmas and great-grandmas, they became moms super early and they've been wives for as long as they can remember. But... As far as some 30-year-old nigga waiting outside of a high school, picking yeah. up, she this little girl's in school. She goes to school every day. She's yes. not a mom. She's not a wife. Yes. She's not a mother. Like, yes. you know what I mean? It's like, what's really going on with your creepy ass that you're he interested in? Hang- so, yeah, in- they were saying R. Kelly was hanging out around the local high school in Chicago. For kids. Signaling for women, like, oh, you know. You yeah, not to marry some wo- right. some younger woman. It's to At this time, he's in the industry. With kids. He's yeah, not going like- to industry part. And he, don't get me wrong. He probably still doing that too. He was probably going to industry parties, p- fucking girls just on the regular. But mm-hmm. his thing 
is young. Yeah, you're going out of your way for young girls. Yes, it's yes. not like you fell in love with someone who happened to be younger than you and waited for her to be legal. Like, <coughs> and, you're and, praying. And for the motherfucker who would even compare, like, say it's abomination, I mean, that's a religious standpoint. Everybody's not religious. You can't even just have that. Like, it's an abomination. It's all. Yeah, it's that all. word means nothing to a lot of people. Exactly. Who aren't Christian mm-hmm. and who give no fucks about the, you know, all the things that they were trying to make that comparison. There's not, everybody is not a Christian. Well, and then don't, don't even bring up religion because let's get into the Catholic Church and everything else. Exactly. Like exactly. What? But, and then it's also like, you can't use these things to make this situation okay. I don't even care what it is at this point. You can't keep making this shit okay. I just don't want to hear it. It's been wrong since our, whoever you're trying to say has been doing it, since niggas in the hood been doing it, since... It looks like you're doing doing it. it. Now I'm confused. Like, what you doing? Exactly. So it's just wrong. It doesn't matter how long it's been going on or how normalized it's become. Someone at some point, that's how change happens, you fucking dickheads. Someone has to say this is wrong. So these people who, and they're trying to say these people do it for fame, Sparkle did it to release her single, blah, blah, blah. Someone has to do something. So, yeah, it's like, so nothing bad happened. Every, like, everything's a conspiracy yeah, about what's going on. it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. This is the industry that we live in. Of course, these people have to get paid for the things they do, and they want to push a movement, and they want to support a movement, like the girl from the Me Too movements on there, the Mute R. Kelly movement, all these movements that we didn't even know about until I seen this show. Yeah. You can hashtag all day. I didn't know none of these foundations were created. And they matter. And, and they matter. Support is huge, and for anyone who's ever been through something even similar to that knows how big support is when it comes to speaking out. And the the biggest thing is we got to stop taking validity away from women. Especially because of the time frame. Yes. I hate seeing why now? Why they wait so long? Why this? Why that? It's just so much victim blaming and shaming. It's really like disgusting to see. So much victim, victim shaming for you. Those of you who don't know, I'm currently in the middle of a lawsuit um, that had to do with like an assault and I'm talking to the fucking um you know the the op the opposition their legal team and they're asking me well well why didn't you call the police bitch bitch first of all I don't know <laughs> first of all irrelevant <laughs> first of all I'm in an abusive situation period like what the fuck why are you victim shaming me like I don't fucking know but the bottom line is I wouldn't even have yeah. to do this shit if you wouldn't get a motherfucking the answer to that question would not change what happened. Mm-hmm. So why are you asking me? So why ask? Why'd you wait so long? What does it's that have to do with what I told you? It's a mental manipulation. Yeah. It's a mind fuck. So it's just like, that's what, and they go, oh, victim shaming. We, they, as soon as something gets a name, people want to downplay it. As soon as it gets some momentum, people, oh, now it's this. Oh, it has to be trendy. Well, how about it's just something that needs to be made aware of? Common knowledge is a thing, and it's nice to make some people don't got like common sense or like some people are just like like live under a rock. Period. So it's nice to they're normalize things. That there are these issues going on, man, and someone has to speak and these women, you know, I used to downplay the fact of, of women like that who create nonprofits and who create uh, these movements and just think that they were just like a uh, cry in the middle of the ocean cuz no one's going to fucking hear them like, oh, another movement. But it's people that think like that. Or the reason why these these yeah. agendas don't get pushed and these these movements don't get pushed, you have to provide validity because if you think about it, we've all been in these situations as women, 
And some of the men, some some men too. Oh, absolutely, men. You know? And what's disgusting too is when you see all of these situations where teachers are having sexual relations with students. Mm. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. And it's it's women. It's women. And I'm just like, what? It's women. It's disgusting. And that's and I do understand I think that. Those, that's why I'm, I, I'm so fascinated with those stories because I'm like, a lot of I a lot of white that. women I know. have sexual relations with middle schoolers. I've seen elementary. I've uh, seen high school. What is it? What's going on? That is weird shit to men. I mean, it's not downplaying that men do it too, but it's just like women is so. Because yeah. I'm a woman, so it's just so much weirder for me. Like I could never prey on girl. I try not even talk to twenty two year olds. Right. <laughs> Like, let alone, you know, I might see a little, like, a 19, 20-year-old, like, he is cute. Look at that cutie. Look at him. You are cute. Yeah, you got to say cutie. I yeah. went I went to a high school track meet, and I, like, caught myself, like, staring at the runners. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. They're in high school. You're sick. I'm sick. <laughs> You're disgusting. No, I'm like, oh, these little cuties. They should date my little sister. But don't you automatically, once you had the thought. If I have a thought, then I found out you're a kid. Like, why do you look like that? <laughs> I would never be attracted to that. Oh like, my gosh. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, but then you get to thinking these older white women, they're looking at, oh, these younger boys, they're on the basketball team, they have stamina. But they literally disgusting. are just thinking about it like a penis. But they're the teacher. Well, that's what's disgusting is you're the teacher. You have a relationship mm -hmm. of authority. And that's yep. the thing about with the Me Too was, you know, your boss, mm -hmm. like your teacher, like – even people whose it's family abuse, members, it's you an abuse think of power. it is an abuse of power. And then that's why victims start to feel like, well, maybe I'm not even allowed to have a choice. I don't have a choice. This right. is what we're doing. Right. So, yes, it's just really saddening to see the perspectives that so many people, like our peers, like I've done so much unfriending. I mean, I was unfriends with anybody on Facebook for promotion, like for promo reasons. But Oh, yeah, because you didn't even get to touch on that yet because you wanted to talk about your what? trying to like be more particular about the people you're around. Oh, well. <sighs> <laughs> I was ready to talk about that. But then what I did want to talk about with Facebook was my question for today. But, yeah, I have um, a lot of Facebook friends, like almost 5,000, because I accepted everybody because I was pushing, you know, the podcast and I do nightlife events and different things like that. But it really becomes like a blurred line of, like, you know, I'm social. So I have a lot of friendly associates, but I need to watch who, you know, is a friendly associate versus who's a friend. And it's hard because I think sometimes people might consider you to be more than you, they are to you because mm -hmm. of how they view you or, like, your involvement with them. And it's very easy now with social media and, like... To feel way more friendly than to, you actually are. Right. It's like you can talk to someone every day, but you don't really know them and you don't really know anything about their personal life other than what they're putting online and that's how you guys are communicating or, you know, mutual friends and things like that. But... I don't know. It's, it's just kind of like I've been trying to... Protect your energy. Protect my energy. Reconsider, you know, relationships, conversations. But I'm so friendly. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to, like, not... I don't know. Is there such thing as being, like, you're too friendly? Like There is. I am friendly, but I'm not, like... Like, I have some people that are, like, too friendly in the term or in the of sense that... Cake. Too diplomatic, almost. Like, oh, yeah. I will pick a side and stay there. I'm not friendly like that. Like, I'm cordial when necessary if you know there's an issue or like if we ain't friends we ain't friends period i'll cut you but as far as <laughs> i'll cut you off but as far as i'll really cut you, you know like friendly like just being social mm -hmm. like being a promoter like you have a lot of like hey you feel obligated to it right like i gotta talk to these people yeah, or they came out like so, so yeah 
but yeah, I've done a lot of like cleansing on Facebook because the people that are making these statuses, I don't want you to come to my event or listen to my podcast mm-hmm. anyway. Right. Like, I don't need your support. I don't, That's I don't sick. need you on my friends list. Like weird shit. Like, I don't know what's going on with yeah, y'all. I'm definitely trying to stay away from the weirdos, man, because you know, when stuff like this happens, R. Kelly and, um, big headlines happen, you really get to see people for who they are. People are like, why are you unfriending people that you know in real life over somebody you don't even know? It's about principle. Yeah. It's about values and morals. And we clearly don't have the same. Yeah, I don't want to. Why should I watch everything you have to say and empathize with you when something happens I bad don't in like your you. life and be happy for you when something good happens in your life when you actually like a pedophile? Yeah. I don't know. I don't That's like how I feel. There's one guy in particular who I really want to unfriend because I like him. <laughs> social media attached to his kids yeah that's that shit it's like we ain't really friends right i'm not friends if i seen you out and you said why don't follow me i'll have no problem saying because i just was tired of hearing the shit you said about r kelly yeah you're not my friend i don't care like yeah i don't have to explain it yeah you don't come i don't know you i don't know you (laughs) that's that shit like but if he ain't saying nothing bad about r kelly like yeah i like that guy like no i don't know you exactly so i'm just like i don't want to give a fuck about your kids Fuck them kids. Fuck your kids. They get if, if you a fuck if that's the, if you just raising other little creeps like yourself. I don't give a fuck about them kids. Ooh, damn, talk heavy. You gotta show me who it is. I'm just say I will. <laughs> will. It was pissing me off, but <laughs> I probably already unfriended them. But yeah, like we have to stop questioning everything and meeting everything. I'm not gonna say stop questioning. We have to stop meeting everything with such resistance. Sometimes it's not it's not going to hurt to give some validity to a good cause and say even like Kiki Watt, I liked her response because she, she said? said basically she said she believed R. Kelly was a victim himself of you know being preyed on sexually, um, and even though she met him and was and was devastated to see that this had happened, she had to stand by her sisters. She said, I just had to stand by the women. I have mm-hmm. to say, I believe you. You know what I mean? Like, I have to. Come on. Like, I can't let somebody cry out like that and not give you my support. Now, if it turns out to not be true, everything done in the dark will come to the light. You know, they'll all have their day. I think that goes along with, you know, someone's character. Their credibility is, you know... R. Kelly is a creepy dude. It's not that unbelievable. It's been decades of accusations. It's been several accusations. It's been evidence of shit that's happened. So, yeah, I do have to believe these women. Yeah. Why, why would I not? And everybody's like, well, he was acquitted. How? If he was acquitted and he never was charged, how are people still bringing We're giving up? the justice system credit when yeah, people get away whenever with it's all con- the time. Yeah, like whenever it's convenient, we say, oh, it's such a good justice system. Mm-hmm. If he was acquitted, he must not have done it. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to everything else, it's, well, you know the justice system is bullshit. <laughs> you you can't sh- believe anything. You shouldn't have reached for your cell phone. <laughs> man, man. You shouldn't have been smoking. <laughs> like... That's not a reason for me to get shot by the fucking police. Has WPXI posted this R. Kelly shit? (laughs) Imagine (coughs) the comments. Period. Fox News hasn't either. But, um... But, yeah, I'm just... I'm not into it. I'm not into anybody giving him excuses or needing to hear more information. Like, I'm cool off that. Now, his streams did increase. Now, you want to know something? I had a thought about this. 
a lot of younger kids, a lot of people that are like this era we're in don't know. Yeah, they're probably like, which song is that? Yeah, they're like, what's Honey Love? Like, yeah. what's AJ Nothing But a Number? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, this was these were these were nineteen ninety seven. This is this started in like ninety five all the way up till then it died down around like two thousand three because he got acquitted and all that shit. And then it picked back up, you know. So, I think a lot of it is curiosity. I think. Well, and when all that stuff was going on, I can't remember how old I was exactly, but I wasn't old enough to realize what I was hearing. I remember like a Boondocks episode about R. Kelly peeing on a girl and like, you know, the golden shower, but I don't remember her age. And at that age, I don't remember realizing the severity of the age gap. Right. So now that I'm a woman, I'm like, oh my God, hold up. I've been, because people's like, y'all been new. Like, how bad it was, dog. Because being on tour, I see bitches. Yeah, I'm 18. I'm 19. I'm, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. really, maybe 16, 17. I lied to a dude about my age and was dating him because he was older. I, sorry. That's okay. I fucking didn't understand either. Right. But now, a woman looking back, you're like, damn. Looking back. And I see that he's done it multiple times and that the extent of that tape was like a bigger thing. Cause I'm like, at first I was like, well, what a motherfucker does in the bedroom is on them. If he liked to piss on bitches. That's what the fuck he liked to do. I didn't realize she was a kid. Period. Yeah. I didn't realize he's a 30 year old man peeing in the mouth of a 14 year old. Oh my God. Period. And making her suck his dick on camera, making her have sexual acts with other women at 14. Your first sexual encounter with a woman, a threesome is a, at 14, Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what a on. grown ass man. I, was, I wasn't I was even thinking about him. What a man. I mean, think about it, but. With a man who ca- music caters to older women. You can have any woman you want, dog. You can get all the draws you want and do all these freaky things you want to do with older with women your age with women who can consent even women that are 19 and up yeah women that are legal period and even because legal in Illinois 17 is legal so you know it's not even as legal it's just you know come on you know not a 14 15 year old period unless you're sick unless Disgusting. you're sick and that's just the bottom line so so R Kelly's canceled yeah he's canceled mute R Kelly it hurts no, it don't. It don't hurt. It doesn't hurt, but I need to... It's just to, like, damn, I gotta be conscious about the nigga. I need to think about Fortunate, because that's Maxwell's song. <laughs> if you think about Why, Kelly writing it about oh, a 15-year-old girl. You're disgusting for telling me that, because I didn't know. I had no idea, and I, ignorance is bliss. Gonna make me read that he fucking... I gotta pull up his writing credits, dog. It's gonna... Don't do that to yourself. It's gonna be extensive. Ruining all the coke Because he's written for Michael Jackson, so I know some songs that motherfucker that I'm gonna have to cancel. Has he? Mm-hmm. He wrote for Michael Jackson. So, you know, it, 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 I just want us, I think the, the roundup here is to maybe try to protect black women a little bit more. <laughs> just a the little fuck? bit. Just a little bit. Can we? I'm can tired. We, it's always need shit, though. a foolproof bodyguard agency around me at all times. But can I just get like a big bro? Can I just get. You know, a couple cousins out of my fellow men because someone raised a great issue that when it's black men getting shot, black men getting locked up, y'all want us to fight for, um, you know, prison reform. And we are standing up for y'all when it comes to shit like that. Like, we don't want them to lock y'all up. We don't want 
cops killing y'all. We don't want you to be forced to sell drugs. We don't want you to grow up without a dad. <clears throat> we don't want these things to happen to you. Why? And we fight for it. And we march for it. And people create, women create organizations like fucking Big Brother and, 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 child and, and uh, Boys and Girls Club. Like, there are women who are doing these things. Even though they don't get the recognition in our day and age and society and the social media that's supposed to, there are women that are fighting for young men they know. On average... I just, just in case they don't... I'm saying... need fucking yeah, reminded. Because they act reminded, like they don't know. Y'all really act like y'all don't know that women are always fighting for y'all. We're supposed to be on your side. If you're in a, if you're in a regular um, heterosexual relationship, the woman is supposed to be... You know what I mean? Like, that's what we were meant to do. But we can't do that. We'll never have the mental stability, the confidence, the security to be the best version of what we are created to be for you. If you are not protecting us, we're going to stay alpha females <laughs> and, and grabbing our nuts. Being that nigga. And chest bumping you. Because you ain't. And mushing you in your fucking face and saying you ain't shit. Because you ain't. Until you appreciate a woman who doesn't want anything for the best for you. And that's just black women in general. Now, I know there are some shicey black women. I know your BMs. Might blah, blah, blah. But be a feminist. Yeah, come on. Now, like, give us a little help. Give us a little help. We know there's bitches and hoes and ain't shit ass bitches out here, but come on. Come on. Come on. Give Amber Rose a break. Every woman is somebody's daughter. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's sister, mother, niece, aunt. Like, just start not <laughs> constantly talk. Like, and that's the other thing that I was talking about too. It's like how I feel like women are so over sexualized. Because mm -hmm. I was like, look, like sometimes, I don't know how to say this. I don't always try to be sexy when I'm taking a sexy. Right. And sometimes I'm not trying to fucking be sexy. Sometimes right. I'm just trying to be cute with I my just, bitches. Yeah, I just like cute the for way myself. I look. And it's me. And this is just me. And I feel like women are so over-sexualized. Mm -hmm. Like, you could post, like, a picture, like, of, like, an entire, like, background, scenery, like, full and body. Like, and somebody, Right? And somebody's like, oh, I want to suck your toes. Like, mm -hmm. what? Yep. Why are you looking at my toes and think about sucking them in this whole picture? <laughs> like, I hate you. I feel like that. Y'all sex everything up, man. Y'all don't let us be us. We let y'all be y'all. Let us Yes, be let women free. just be people. Yes. And yes. look at all women and as somebody's say, person. Give Amber Rose a break. I mean, she does do some pretty slutty shit. I mean, as far as like the point that she's trying to make with the slut walk. Unfortunately, like I said in previous episodes, I think she goes too far with some stuff. Oh, That's man. my opinion. We have to get back in. She she his delivery is everything. Yes, yeah, her delivery so. just sometimes it's like I still if my daughter was raped. And called a slut and was a victim of slut shaming and all that. I still wouldn't want her following Amber Rose's page. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, why are we giving her a break? I mean, about her point, she's trying to make the slut walk. But I we can we can agree that she doesn't have the best delivery, so we might no, want yeah. to find a different yes um, organization. Hope, yeah, there's to... gonna be, but the slut walk is something I I like the slut walk. I just don't yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. care for her, but I like the slut. Walk. I like you know the women that are there and what they are trying to represent and what they are able to die sect from what she's trying to do she might not when is be, the slut walk anyway it's in like october every year or something like oh. that like around her birthday 
I want to say. I don't know why wrong. I thought it was only March. It might. I don't know. I just made that up. <clears throat> I made that up, too. So okay, cool. We'll Google But for later. some reason, I remember it being around her birthday this year. So, um, you know, just give people a break, man. Women have it hard enough. We're trying. We're trying to be there for y'all. We're trying to have babies. We're trying to keep ourselves in shape so we can have your babies. We're trying to keep our health up so we can look good. We're trying to do all these things to be better women for ourselves, which in turn makes us better women for you. So we need help. Don't be afraid to help us, please. We're not just sexual objects. When we're used the right way, boy, oh boy. We're yeah. all little Michelle, Michelle Obamas. My mom just and posted, Beyonce's. I think a man with a wife lives on average like 7 to 12 years longer than men without wives. I bet. Because men are dumb. You need a woman to tell you what to do. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Period. Like, who wants an independent man? Nobody. Ew. I know. Shut up. So gay. So I can play. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. I think that was a good episode, guys. Um, we'll be back when we feel like it. Yes, I like we'll be back when we feel like it. Yeah. We're gonna try to keep the episodes at an hour, hour and a half. So, you know. With or without guests. We'll have guests next yeah, time. Yeah, if think. we have guests. I still wanna keep that shit an hour and a half. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it should just be an hour for us, I guess, and we should say an hour, hour and a half with a guest. Yeah, we're gonna try to have a guest next time. Um give you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow on baller alert, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm like bye. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Next Tuesday. Get it? <laughs> Cut. See you next Tuesday. No. See you. N T. You're so annoying. See you next I get it now. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking cunt. Bye. <laughs>